On today's TNF pod, we'll be talking NFL news. We have some Baker Mayfield on-field news, some Zach Wilson off-the-field news. Wimbledon was this past weekend. We'll talk Nick Kyrgios and an update from NBA Summer League and the Donovan Mitchell rumor mill. Episode 84. Before we get into it, make sure to rate the episode five stars, like the episode. If you're audio only listener, go over to YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Look at our leave a review on Apple. Our pretty fit. Yes, review on Apple, review on Spotify, all that stuff. Where do you want to start today? You want to start NBA? You want to start NFL? So much. Make, make so many your sports pick. Hit. Well, in a time where many sports commentators would bitch and moan, there's nothing to talk about. There's plenty to talk about. It's not the dog because, days for this pod. Because the on-field is only half the battle. And there's plenty of off-field shenanigans going on at any given time. Let's start, I think we got to talk about Zach down. Wilson. Zach Wilson is the most interesting okay. story to me. Okay. Because as a guy, that search history would include the term MILF pretty heavily. <laughs> My respect for Zach Wilson, which was as low as any quarterback in the NFL, has gone sky high. Yeah, the locker room has to be galvanized on this on this last week in, in the in Jets camp. If you the... didn't know, this is a wild, wild story. Zach Wilson, New York Jets starting quarterback, former BYU Cougar starting quarterback in his college days, broke up with his girlfriend who then immediately started dating his college roommate, BYU wide receiver, whose name I do not know. Dax or something. It's some like the most Mormon shit you've ever heard. It's not a real name. Uh, He started getting flamed, the receiver on social media, saying he's, you know, yada, yada, yada. In those comments, the ex-girlfriend replied, that Zach Wilson is actually to blame for this because he was fucking his mom's best friend. He, is that right? Yeah. Zach Wilson's own yeah. mom's friend, right? Yes. She something someone called her like a like a buddy hopper or something like yes. going from friend to friend, and she commented, Well, he cheated on me with his mom's best friend. Oh boy. <laughs> so much to unpack there. Uh not only from us, probably for Zach Wilson in therapy. Uh, yeah, lots of whole my, gaggle of things. When it, it does probably get you a lot of points in the locker room, it, it'll it's a good uh, galvanizing thing to uh, thing to laugh about with the boys. I just, if you're Zach Wilson, I just the, the options are so endless. I just don't think we got to go there. Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know, like, his mom's friend. Like, how good of friends are they? I have no, haven't seen any pictures of her. No idea what she looks like. But anyway, it doesn't doesn't matter to me. I just don't think you go there when you're the quarterback of the New York Jets. And you're a good-looking good look, good young kid, got the world in the palm of your hand, in theory. Just, I just The options are endless for you. I just don't think we go there, to me. Look, I mean, it's just a kink thing, you know? Like, yeah, it's, I know. it's the wrong thing. 
if it was just some other random MILF, it wouldn't be as good because it wouldn't be as fucking naughty. It's naughty for Zach. That's why he likes yeah. it. It has to be the appeal. Or yeah. it's some weird fucking polygamy Mormon shit. Yeah. That's that, yeah. also the <laughs> other side of this. And probably the more likely the thing. His mom's probably like, yeah, this is great. I fuck my son also. <laughs> no offense. Allegedly. Yeah. Respectfully. We have no proof of that. Probably not. But... If I had to bet Zach Wilson's a dog versus he's got some weird Mormon polygamy shit going on, I think my wager's going on the ladder. Probably the ladder, yeah. Yeah, but spin zone for Zach, we can, if that is the case, nobody gots to know about that. We can we can spin it into a dog. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in on Zach Wilson. I would have guessed Zach Wilson <laughs> a big stinking verge. Not a verge. Guy, guy fucks. You were- you were the, he does confirmed you you were the most out on him and this is you've you've changed your your stripes a little, your, we'll see i mean he's he's got the door cracked open on the on the zach wilson bandwagon can he throw I, can he throw he, far yeah he can throw really far and really hard two people accurately maybe we'll see possibly he can certainly we'll he, he can hashtag make all the throws. As yeah, Mel big Piper, time arm talent. Would say no arm talents there. Looks good in shorts. Flips the hips. Gets out of the pocket. Delivers a good, good deep ball, which is you so know if you're, pass heavy league. If you're a teammate of his, you're like my dude. You're this. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, we buy in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I just I gotta wonder what the dynamic is with Zach Wilson in that locker room. And maybe, you know, maybe his whole goody two-shoes thing is like a very calculated front and he is kind of a fucking savage. Do we have, any, do we have really any proof of that other than he looks like he's 12 years old? Yeah, it's just his look. It, he, he looks so awkward and clean and like there's clips of him with BYU. like a line at the games and they're getting drunk and he looks like all uncomfortable and like drinking water and shit. And it's like. No, I have. It's all conjecture and fucking. I'm just assuming. Yeah, that's what this is. Uh, this helps though. Yeah, absolutely. The absolutely. rebirth of Broadway Joe. The Jets are back. The fucking milf hunter, baby. He could be tearing up that town. The, I, I don't see why not. God, he is. He's like so good looking that he's not good looking does that make any yeah, sense he's like his yeah. face is yes, like it does too perfect yeah it really it looks does like he's make not sense. a real person he looks, he looks plastic yeah he looks like rubbery almost his yeah teeth are like i know too exactly white. what you mean yeah. it's very strange he's very he's it's not like even like a hey he's like a he's like pretty you know he's not even like yeah. handsome or like and not in a feminine way either, really. He, I don't know. I think it's it's a little feminine to me. He a little, like, but like, you know, he's got like a strong jaw, you know? Yeah, This sure. is breaking down how hot Zach Wilson is. This yeah. Is what this segment has become. Gayest prog- the gayest pot around. Yeah. I mean, Pride Month just ended. It never ends for us. It's Pride Year every year yeah, over here year. on this side. TNF, TNF's a strong ally. We'd like yeah. to make that clear. Yeah. Love the gays. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, would you, would you, is the question that everyone's been asking. No, I, I don't wouldn't have before. I, I probably would now. Consider it now? Yeah. I yeah, mean, uh, not much else to say on that. 
The Jets needed some, some positive PR. Some would argue this is negative PR. I would argue this is very positive PR. You know, it gets the people talking. It and might be. That's the thing. It's this is a harmless story. Like this is this is mostly the the day, it's, in the ass. At the end of the day, there's nothing illegal happening. He's just having sex with someone that it's weird he's having sex with, and yeah, there's no Might be a legality of a, issues. Uh, you know, uh, not a Deshaun Watson situation. That's a plus. No, if you had to pick one, you'd go with Zach Wilson's off the field problem. Probably next ten years, would you rather have Zach Wilson or Deshaun Watson? <laughs> um. I know that's kind of a joke, but NFL he could just GM. go to jail. He could just go to yeah. jail, you know? Yeah. 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 I would have uh, accused you of horny being, jail. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bonk. He's bonk. getting bonk. <laughs> Big bonk for fucking Z-Dub. Oh, uh, man. Um, power rank in the greatest MILF porn stars. Any Any come to mind? Lisa Ann, probably the goat, right? Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think. It was the she does fantasy football and stuff. No, she's drafting Zach Wilson for sure. Yeah, yeah. Zach Wilson um, might have a shot. Nothing. Um, I don't know. Do you have yeah. any? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, totally. I don't know. I don't. I'm not really that. sure what you're even talking about. Don't even. What's a MILF? How do you even spell that? Uh, I Stifler's figured... mom. Any, any? Do you oh, have any yeah. hot moms growing up? Any of your friends have hot moms? You give them shit about? I oh yeah, really. yeah. She moved away, but yeah, mm, for sure. Damn. Big time. Tough. Big time. It was tough. It was devastating. Honestly, the town lost lost a real blue chip that day. Not a lot in bluffs. No, that's it was They're a strong rare loss. Rare commodities. Devastating loss. Diamond in the rough. Almost, almost literally. Yeah. And she knew she got out of there, you know, can't blame her. I mean, big fish in a small pond. That's got to be a good feeling. It's kind of probably hard to leave. Yeah. Um, what did Speaking you want to talk about? What did you want to talk about on Baker? I, uh, really... I mean, he's 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 out. I yeah. think more the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield and how this situation. You know, they were talking to Sean Watson kind of, but. What this means for the Browns, what it means for Baker Mayfield. I think I am not anti or pro Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, really. I think there's a lot of, I think both ways are kind of silly. He's so polarizing, and yet he is like the most bang average 15th best quarterback in the NFL that we have. So I don't understand like the Baker sucks, Baker is good. He is neither. He is every year. I mean, QBR is not the end-all, be-all. But if you go QBR, touchdowns, completion period, like he's 15th in the league. He's 13th to 18th in the league every single year. It really it really frustrates me that the people that really on are on one end and shit on him, like he's he's just not as bad as he's people not are as good as some other – like people would say, like, oh, every other year. It's not really. I mean, he has fewer interceptions. But in terms of like his dynamic production – production is roughly the same he just turns it over a little bit more some years yeah and i don't know if this trade letting him go was a product of baker mayfield just being unwilling to to play at all like it in in the event of deshaun watson i don't because there's some that mention that this watson thing could drag on and the punishment wouldn't come until next year so i don't know if that if this trade signals that the browns feel good about having watson around for a majority of this coming season 
and they're willing to let him go, or if just Baker was unwilling to play in this in the case that Watson gets suspended uh, for the Browns for this next season. So I assume it he was just it was a the bridges had been burned and he was just not willing to play for that team. Basically, a lame duck quarterback for however long Watson's out, and I don't know what they got for him. Pretty much nothing because they yeah, had he has no leverage value. Yet. Um, yeah. And they gave up all their assets to get Sam Darnold. So they had nothing to give. Yeah. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield firmly deserving number one overall pick over Sam Darnold. Now I think he's going to take his starting job most likely. And uh, yeah, Darnold stinks. Yeah. Yeah. He's bad. That's that's a a rare special group of people that like the not giving up on Sam Darnold crowd. It's over guys. Yeah, he'll Last make like two it. throws. It's he'll make like two throws a season where you're like, "Whoa, that was that's why he got drafted where he did." And, and, and all people, the other ones are like, "Yikes!" The people will be like, "It's his development." Yeah, well, his development came and passed. Whether it's his development or not, he stinks. So I don't know. The development didn't happen and didn't work. Can't wait around fucking anymore. Adam Gase probably did fuck him up, but he's fucked up, and I don't yeah. think it's uh, reclaimable. Really, he's a back. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, I think it it'll have the pass catchers this will be the best quarterback that dj moore and robbie anderson have probably played with in their careers i would say cam towards the end was not a good thrower i don't think of anyone um, else i mean their offense is probably I mean, Teddy, be better Bridgewater's for fine he's probably semi-comparable baker's a little more talented but they're probably a comparable more. yeah baker's just maybe a little more dynamic a little more uh accident prone than teddy i guess but I guess I don't hate the Panthers taking a taking a swing for free. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you basically get, for free. You get a playoff caliber quarterback for free. I Matt mean, Rule's trying enough. to save his job. I mean, he needs to win games, or he's going to get fired. Yeah. So I think if Baker's healthy with that roster, they probably should win some games. That's a really shitty division outside of Tampa Bay. So I guess yeah. New Orleans is still pretty good, but yeah, their quarterback situation Kamara. is pretty poor. And yeah, Kamara beat the will shit be out of some out. guy. Yeah. Whoops. Shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah, dude. He's an NFL player. He should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. I figured we would start with Nick Kyrgios. I figured you would start there. It was the farthest away, really. And uh, it's a, it was our kind of our standalone sport thing. So I need, I need your takes. You are not a tennis guy. I actually watch a pretty good amount of tennis. I watched a ton of Wimbledon. It was you over do. the weekend. Kyrgios faced uh, Novak Djokovic in the final on Sunday. Djokovic won in four, and you set an alarm. You set an alarm to wake up early to watch the boys bat it around in London. Yeah, I did. Uh, Specifically because of Kyrgios, I've I've been vaguely aware of him and his on-court antics. If you don't know, Nick Kyrgios is an Australian tennis player who is notorious for completely melting down on fans and officials and coaches and all the above he gives wild post-match interviews he intentionally takes fines for like dress code stuff at Wimbledon he's the bad boy of tennis if you want to call him that I guess uh total dickhead supremely supremely talented tennis player sick tennis player what a character. The type of guy that you need in sports. The type of guy that makes sports fun to watch. You love him or you hate him. There is no in-between. There are no neutral Nick Kyrgios 
opinions, I would imagine. Yeah, and this is the first time he was really, really in the spotlight because in the past, he was the type of player, had a ton of power, has a gigantic serve. He serves the most aces on tour, and a lot of people say he has one of the best serves of all time, and he used that to his advantage, didn't really train, had poor cardio, didn't really last very long in rallies. So um, when he played against the best players, just couldn't get over the hump, especially in five-set matches. So he apparently this summer dedicated himself to actually playing and made it to the final of Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Um, there's, awesome a, there's some there's some, uh, some people that would say he didn't have to play Rafa. He got a round oh, off in the semifinals. Totally. totally. It's a fucking major. I don't know shit about tennis. Getting there is getting there. It's fucking difficult. After that, two of the seat, I think at least one, I think two of the seated players in his quadrant, in his quarter, were out due to COVID. They're... So Bar- Matteo Berrettini, who was in the final last year against Djokovic, was out due to COVID. And I think another seated player in his quarter was out. So players got free passes through, which he was able to play and beat the lesser competition. So, and then along with Rafa retiring in the semifinal, just a cakewalk essentially to the final. Did play, yeah. I mean, had some tough matches, but, and played well. But yes, he was, but it thrust him onto the stage. And it, I just, it was so funny listening to him berate his coaches with the, um, Prince and Duchess and their little boy sitting up there. Like I just picture him, Mom. What are we? Can I talk like that in the castle? Yeah. No, son. No, uh, son. You can't. He's fucking Happy Gilmore. Basically, he he fucking he takes, makes a mockery he, he of the takes, tour. Yes, Take him yes. off the tour, Doug. Hoity toity. We're all wearing white. We're all being quiet and gentle. He says, "Fuck you. Fuck that." That being said, though. He is always like, oh, this lady's yelling at me during my fucking thing. And you try to kick true. that drunk gal out, right? He said there was some drunk yeah. lady that needed to get kicked out. That went viral. Yeah, the guy, the chair umpire was like, I don't, I, I don't hear, I can't. And he's like, who do you think it is? It's the one that looks like she's had 700 drinks. <laughs> so appar- apparently, they never showed her or we didn't hear her, but there's a woman in the near the front row berating curious back and he's so, yeah that's the this thing guy that's might like, hear shit in his head i don't know yeah i mean he, that's the thing he, just, like he, he he projects onto anything he can yeah uh whenever he's yelling at his coaches he's like I, i'm up 40 love and you're not cheering for me you you're you're let, let, letting down the energy it's a huge letdown it's like nick i think you are talking to a mirror and you're talking to yourself he a little is. bit there buddy if we can get you on the on the soft cushy couch here i take some notes i don't think you're actually mad at the uh no the coaching box he's not and they they all i've seen his coaches just get up and leave too they're just like i'm not fucking doing this we're not doing this i'm not listening to this but a lot of times they know the deal he has to have so he doesn't do it to the official or to fans they they are basically just a sounding board for his problems and he'll just project onto them yeah he's he's a head case but just as talented as you can be just a just bubbling with talent and he's really fun to watch but if i was dropped out of the sky and i didn't know who either guy was and i'd never watched tennis before i could have been convinced that nick kyrgios was the number one player and Djokovic was the unranked player because like talent wise kyrgios is probably more talented it's just Djokovic is a more skilled tennis player he has the finesse the touch 
he gets the, side to he side. He Tennis never, is such his, a mental game, too. His brain is, you know, on the tracks at all times. Never loses focus. He's a fucking cyborg, which is the big thing. Really like is. Nadal and is to know. borderline autistic. Fucking Federer's never happy, sad. He is Tim Duncan emotionally out there as a tennis player. Like, yeah, that's that is what it is. And those guys all know they can focus and they can control their own emotions and center in on what they're doing. And they also know how the other player, the inexperienced mm-hmm. player, is feeling and when to press, when to make shots, when to pull back. They're just so so in tune with what's going. On. It's I'm glad you set an alarm. Look at you. Um, get into tennis. It was good tennis. It's, it's about uh, to be. These guys are about to be phased out. These this big three. It's kind of boring over the past like 15 years. The same guys just went every time. So we're we're about to get to the point. Changing the guard. Djokovic is a little younger than Dahl and Federer, but he'll be out fairly soon in the next. I don't know. He's like 35 or something. It, you know, eventually. And then we'll it'll be it'll be free for alls out there. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it's much like any European sport for me. It's good morning oh, background yeah. noise type of game, much like soccer, much like uh, what else am I thinking of? Golf to an extent. That's not like an exclusive European this sport. Weekend. But, this weekend uh, it is. This weekend it is a morning European sport, the Open. Uh, I didn't write that down in a run of show. I've no any hot takes. Give me a hot take. It's the 150th uh, Open at St. Andrews. The previous winner was Zach Johnson. Uh, Rory McIlroy in that year, 2015, was unable to defend because he like broke his ankle playing soccer. He was the defending champion, was not able to defend at St. Andrews, so he's back for redemption. He's the favorite. Tiger is playing and really is really his last chance to. This will be his best chance remaining outside of Augusta to win a major, I would say. And it only comes back to St. Andrews every five years, so it'll be his last chance here. Um, should be awesome. A lot of people think that after this last major of the season, there'll be more live tour defection. So many are suggesting that this 150th at St. Andrews, the home of golf, is like the last hurrah for all of these players in the same place for like the last time. It, this is this is the, the big going out party. So I'll be um, I'll be tuned in. Yeah, you sold me. You should run the ads for for the open. Um, I think that I'm hoping Tiger makes a run. Obviously, always every casual and non-casual golf, every golf fan period wants that always. Um, I'm I would love love because I don't give a fuck about the PGA really. Like some dweebs on the fucking internet, I would love a CM Punk fucking win the title and leave situation. Ooh. Take the take the trophy, take it back to live. Fucking wait, wait, wait. Do you mean do you mean a current live player or win it and then say I'm out? Either well, that would the, be... se- the second would be People? great, but a live guy would be awesome too. Prior to this week, um. Jordan Spieth was rumored to be joining Liv. He came out and made a statement that he is not doing that, but that would, he's like a real, he's like second or third in odds to win it. That would be electric if he won it. And then the following Monday's like, by the way, I'm out. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. DJ, he's playing, I assume, right? DJ's in. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen's in. Uh, Phil, Bryson, Brooks. Brooks all, so he's probably not going to win. Yeah, but. he's been pretty bad. I, I would really enjoy... One of Thomas, Rory, Spieth, one of like the faces of the PGA at the home of golf against 
one of these live guys. We, one we of, like, need Brooks. one of these guys on Sunday to be in it. I don't know who it's going to be. DJ is the and best option, or maybe have Louis. to wear black. They have to wear black on Sunday. They have you to. gotta lean into it. You have to. You have. You to. gotta be a fucking showman. That's what this is all about. That's like the shit thing about golf and tennis and all this shit. Take it too like seriously. So traditional. It's like it's a fucking game. Let's have some fun. What is the tradition gaining us? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You old the crusty people, fucks, move the on. The people at this course this week, they definitely care. And, you know, you can still have fun and honor tradition at the same time. Like, yeah. tradition can evolve slightly. Yeah. You know? Phil, Phil skipped the, the champion's course dinner. Itself, the course itself is the tradition, you know? Yeah, I do know it is. We played there 150 years or however many fucking times. Played this tournament 150 years. The course has been around for like 400 years or some shit. Yeah. The uh, place of golf I've heard. Yeah, people are saying. Um, the so what's his name from uh oh, I can't what who's the live guy? Fucking oh my god. Um, the guy that's running it, uh, Norman, Greg Norman, he was banned from the champions dinner. Um, so I don't know if it was in solidarity or what, but Phil um skipped, he he did he elected to not attend the champions dinner. So some shots, some big fired. time. Big time lines in the sand drawn. He uh he's he's standing firm with his boy. Greg uh, Norman, notoriously a fun, cool, chill dude. Yeah. He'd be someone I'd like to get stuck having dinner with. Yeah, seems I bet their dinner together solo was really fun. Really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um give me your give me your pick to win. Who do you got? Off the cuff. Let it rip. Defending champion Colin Morikawa. Different course. Uh, as I said, uh, it's coming different, to it's me. A different course. 2015, Zach Johnson won. 2010, Louis Oosthuizen won by like a hundred. And the, prior to that, 20, uh, 2005 and 2000, Tiger won both of those. At this course. Mm-hmm. Rory. Let it come to you. Oh, just pick the favorite. That's, I mean, favorite. See the favorite? I didn't even know. Yeah. I think he's the, he's a deserved favorite. I think it's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go, I'll throw two out there. I think Spieth and Morikawa are going to have very good weeks. Here's my dark horse pick, long okay. shot, maybe okay. a top 10 sprinkle. South Korean phenom, Junhoong Tom Kim. Why do they call him Tom? Uh, he is, he's come into my life recently. I've just found out of his existence. He's a 20-year-old South Korean golf phenomenon. Uh, they call him Tom because he's built like Thomas the Tank Engine. And they're not wrong. True. He's a they're not wrong. burly guy. He's a, he's a chunky guy. Not it's chunky, deep. not fat. He's he's just powerfully Brick built. Shithouse. Yeah. Brick shithouse. Chick stick giant face. Tom, Tom Kim. Yeah, big old face on him. Love Tom, him. 20 years old. Junhoon Kim. Bring Maybe a little sprinkle, folks. Shout out to my sprinkle, my my uh, my long shot, Thomas Peters, the Belgian bomber. Shout out Thomas Peters, University of Illinois okay. alum, yeah. or I doubt he graduated, but played golf at Illinois. He's kind of a psycho head case. He'll break a couple clubs, but also can go low. So there's All my right. uh, there's my long shot. I'll go with Thomas Peters. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. 
yeah, I'm really hoping we get we haven't got these live guys in contention in any of these majors yet. This has to be the one. We no, need them in there. There's only been really uh I suppose the US Open and the PGA. Yeah, we, we really haven't probably because they kind of stink, most of them, outside of a couple. Yeah. We need Brooks, we need DJ. Even if it's Louis O, he wants to get in the mix, whatever. Ustahusen. Ustahusen. All right. Fucking golf. Moving on. NBA Summer League. Uh, it's the season of overreactions. It's the season of Chet Holmgren already getting a Hall of Fame bust after one Summer League game. Uh, the Magic Either. fans melting down and then telling them that Paolo is also getting a Hall of Fame bust after his first Summer League game. Uh, yeah, either these guys are really, really good and awesome and dominating, or they play poorly, and you're like, dude, it's summer league. We're just working out the kinks. It doesn't even matter. Whatever fits your narrative, that's all oh, it yeah. is. None of this matters historically. None of this matters. Um, there's some like fringe guys, I guess, that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things that you could probably say, like, mm, this isn't going to go well for him as a career. He looks like he doesn't belong. Uh, yeah, I don't really have takes or opinions i think chet looked sick i think chet looked awesome he got to flash the offense that he didn't get to do at gonzaga which was the reason why i was like wanting to take him one after watching paolo he looked amazing too his passing and all that stuff like i don't i think he was a justified number one honestly i'm 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 more impressed with both of them than i was with jabari smith so i think the order may have been correct in which they were drafted I've, i've been very impressed with keegan murray yeah, he looks awesome. good too. He looks great. He's really good too. Scoring That's... it really well, shooting it well from three, which I didn't really expect him to do that well, shooting it from three. But yeah, the guys you would expect to be dominating, a lot of the second year guys, uh, Cam Thomas is leading, almost scoring 30 a game. I mean, he's just. He won like the MVP of Summer League last year. Why is he even playing this year? I don't understand. That's a lot of yeah. these guys. Like, what, what are the. Like, the development is good, and I guess that makes sense. Um, like Josh Giddy's playing, I guess like you want him to build chemistry because he's ball dominant, passes the ball a lot. You want him and Chet to like develop a chemistry together. Yeah. Uh, Cam Thomas, I mean, I guess like teach him how to play defense. Maybe. Maybe they're maybe they're trying to get a look of him running the show. Maybe they're trading maybe, Kyrie type of maybe. Yeah, a little trade piece maybe saying hey, or maybe you want, you want, yeah. want him in there. There in you the go. Deal. The uh, the Warriors guys have dominated the early on the offensive end have Moody and Kaminga have scored quite a bit. How about, uh, I've only watched one game of where's he at? Of I always forget his name. The center that they drafted two overall Wiseman. Uh, I've James only watched Wiseman. one game of him and he looked healthy. looks good. I mean, he's yeah, he had like a five. He had a stretch in one of these games where he like completely dominated and it was a little eye opening. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in there whether they'll be able to get it out and whether he'll be able to play a full season. We'll see. Yeah, um, Moody scoring this 27 is a, a game. thought that I had, and I can't believe they don't do it because of how good Summer League or how good the NBA does stuff like this. And maybe it wouldn't be that compelling, but doing like a hard knock style thing for a Summer League team would be incredible, I think. Yeah. It would be I really would good. love to see, or just even a whole offseason for like fringe NBA guys. Like, I'm either going to ball out in the Summer League or I'm moving to fucking Serbia. I need to get these fucking buckets. Yeah. And it and for guys that do end up making teams, you just 
likely never going to get a ton of minutes. I mean, you might be like into the bench or two-way type of guys. So it would be a good way for fans that are really into it be able to get to know them a little bit because a lot of them, you know, I, aren't going to have huge impacts. But some of these young guys will. But it would be a good way to get to know the younger players. And, yeah, it would be – why don't they do that? That's a good idea. They could, they could do it. Individual, the individual teams could do just like through their YouTube channels or – Yeah. I mean – for the individual team and you're like talking about transactions and you're like getting views off a guy not making the team that's a little like kind of has to be a third party you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah like, or you have or it has to be more or it has more to be all like positive, positive stuff and you're like just following like the guy you drafted in the lottery which is like not nearly as entertaining but not for a casual or for a, a neutral but i mean teams their own teams they they want to know these guys yeah sure Absolutely. Uh, yeah, something where you get both would be good. I think that would be very interesting. I would watch. The position of these fringe guys that are fighting for roster spots is hell. Like trying to find the balance of I'm going to only be a role player if I'm here. So if I shoot it every time I get it, that's a bad look. But if I don't shoot it every time, my stat line is going to be like yeah. two points, a rebound, and three assists. And I'm never going to sniff a roster. So how do I yeah. play this role? Like, how do I know what they're looking for? And obviously, we're not the ones making decisions. Like, these people are watching you, like, set every screen, make every cut, talk on defense, all that type of stuff. But I can't imagine, like, the mental pretzel of trying to surely they, show that you can play a role in the league. Surely they, they go to – either way, they have – outlined what they're looking for from these players because yeah obviously True. whoever is there's a lot of you know backup point guards out here going to be like three and d guys if they get a chance or going to be like a backup center or a players like going to be a defensive stopper i mean just all different role type players there's some that have like obviously the top 10 and most of the lottery have a chance to do more than that but yeah it is a weird surely they yeah go to the player and say, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is where we want you to improve. You would hope. I, I don't really know. Maybe they, maybe they don't. Let's get let's get a summer league. Someone from a front office. Let's get them in here. What are they? What, what are we looking for in summer league? What are we telling these players? I'd be fascinated to know. I need to know. Uh, I love watching summer league. I I think the reason it's like it's great. Other other than the two guys on the court that are guaranteed roster spots, the dudes are fighting for their fucking lives. So they play. It's hard. a little sloppy, but it's very competitive. It's as competitive, if not more competitive, than most regular season NBA games. That's not like an old man anti NBA take. That's just uh, you know, you're just a little yeah. Those guys have way more on the line than like a mm -hmm. random February mm -hmm. NBA game. That's way Absolutely. more intense. Absolutely, and You've been I there love. Too, right? Yeah, it's we have to go. It's so if you love NBA, it's so good. Yeah, because you walk around and you see all the players all week, and then it's a cheap ticket, and you just find a seat and you sit there. If you want to sit it's, there all fucking day, you can just sit there and watch in. good hoops. Yep, all fucking day. There's two gyms you can walk back and forth. You get to see all the all the all the big all stars sitting there courtside. All the media members. Oh yeah, everyone everyone's there. Um, you see some NBA legends. You see some fucking. It's great. Um, I love watching summer league, 
and being like, oh, that's that guy. I remember that guy. Oh, I remember that guy. Oh, that guy played in the Big Ten like five years ago. And there are some guys that are like 29 that are still, they got an invite. They're probably playing overseas, whatever. And you're just like, well, this guy's fucking grinding summer league. This He's probably probably scored 20 on someone and they'll go play in yeah, Serbia. But yeah, there's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially you, you know, a lot of your, you're a sicko and know like it's, every player. It's not healthy. How many of the people playing summer league I could name and tell you where they went to college. It's not good. Yeah. It's entirely too many. I need more free time probably, or I need less free time. Not good. You just spend it on something else. I think where, uh, yeah. I know you've been trade machining. Where do you have, where do you have Donovan Mitchell ended up? It sounds like he's Donovan on Mitchell. the move. It sounds yeah. like he's on the move. It seems like where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of like, no, he's here to stay. And then immediately Woj is like, nope, they're pretty open to trading him. They're trying pretty hard. Yeah, It, it feels like at, the Knicks is the team yeah. that I'm hearing the most smoke right after, behind. Right after the Gobert deal, they were like, oh, no, we're going to rebuild around Donovan Mitchell. We're going to make a quick flip and, and do this again. And be good again, but I it just doesn't make sense, especially with uh, what's his name from the Celtics. He's he likes his assets, Ainge. he likes his picks. Yeah, yeah Ainge. I, I think he'll be. So you think it's the Knicks? I mean, it seems the most likely they can put together a good package. All the other teams that could trade for him don't really make sense for him. He's from New York. The the stars kind of align. It is a little. I mean, him and Brunson is not a fit that I like at all together, really, uh, especially now that I'm paying Brunson a $100 million contract, which I shit on that contract now that I look back at it. He is, he's getting like, he's like the 15th highest paid point guard in the NBA, which is like when we made that talk, that's what he is. That being said, yeah, if he's my. I still don't want to pay it. Yeah, it's true. It's just. You know, it's the position you got to pay a premium for, and he's a good player. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe a hundred million is not as much as I think it is, and probably they assume the cap is going up here in a few years, and that that number won't look as bad. I mean, him and him and Mitchell together is you're not winning dick with those two. No, as you your can't. Guards. You can't guard anyone. You're very no. small. And then R.J. Barrett's development will be hindered if he's the third ball handler. He needs the ball in his hands, I think, to even to get a look at what the best version of him is. Yeah. And you might even have to give him up in a Donovan Mitchell trade, which if I'm Utah, I'm jumping at that. I'm yeah. I mean, like two first round picks in Barrett or one first round pick in Barrett. I'm in like Mitchell's he's. He's just on the, that edge that it's he he's not a number one on a championship team. He doesn't realize that. I don't know if he ever will realize that. And you have to have that confidence to be that caliber of player. So it's tough. Like he's in this weird Zach Levine, Brad Beal, kind of Dame Lillard, like nebulous. Like you're awesome. You're sick. You're an elite scorer, but you don't do all the other stuff well enough to be the number one guy on a title team. And if you do take that back seat and have the ball less, are you really as effective? It's a weird yeah. spot for guys like that. If you're the Knicks, w- would you would you consider Barrett for him? I don't. I don't. That doesn't move the needle for no, me. I don't think that's kind of I a wouldn't. lateral thing to me. Lateral. We get older, which I don't want to do. Um, Smaller, like, worse at defense. 
Mitchell would be the best player they've had since Carmelo Anthony. So that's enticing. Like, I think that's just absolutely a fact. The lack of elite talent that team has had this century is disgusting. Do you think RJ Barrett has the potential to be as good or better than Mitchell? Like what, how, what type of player is Mitchell? 16th in the league. Like, I don't, where does he rank if, if you just had the throw? 25 to 15, somewhere in that range. Do you think RJ Barrett has top 20 player in the league upside? Because we're going to do a point where we're plateauing. Like, we can't. I would say yes, but if I'm doing a pie chart of all his outcomes, I don't think it's a very large piece of the pie in which the outcome is top 20, if that makes sense. I would say. Eight times out of ten, he does not reach that potential. He could. I wouldn't bet on it. But I do think he has all-star potential, which is, you know, he is I'd say he'll be top thirty-five in the NBA, probably. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Uh, be a really strong like third player on a title team, I would say. Yeah. I could Poss- see possibly him second. Being but... second best player on a championship team, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, I already know. Like I know how good he is and can be already, which is nice. There's no projecting there. I got the guy. He's sick. Uh, In terms of fit, in terms of putting a team over the top, Miami is a perfect fit for him. That's, that would be fun in terms of uh, uh, fit. And, but uh, as far as return goes, Miami, not so, so enticing. I don't think it'd be Tyler hero and some picks that will inevitably be terrible picks probably. Yeah. Rarely do the Heat not at least compete and make the playoffs. Like if you're, mm-hmm. even if you traded for picks six years from now, you can just pretty much bank on the Heat being competitive. They're they're really not a blow it up and no. very strong destination for free agents. So they rebound really quickly. I don't think yep. that's. Um, but yeah, it'd be hero. And I didn't Woj say that it's they're looking for a bunch of in classic Ainge fashion. They're fashion. They're just looking for a ton of picks. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's he's a weird fit because he's a ball dominant guard that isn't a great passer that doesn't play defense. But he, I think it's he, ex- he used to play defense. Am I crazy for thinking he no. used to play defense? I thought. Yeah, I know. I, I like yeah. his first two or three years, he was a pretty solid defender, and now he just doesn't try. It seems like. So it's in there. I don't think he's an elite defender, but it's better heat, than what he's shown. Like it, heat culture, baby. We can bring it out of him. You know, he's with there long is arms, something. I, elite I really athleticism. There's it, got to be something there. I really do think there's something too. When you play for the Jazz, and the only good defender, only elite defender, I suppose. What's his name? The three and D. Royce O'Neal was okay. Mm-hmm. The only good defender you have is is Gobert, and you look around on the perimeter and no one else is playing defense. It's just hard to, it's hard to commit yourself and play hard defense night in and night out when it's really not getting you anywhere. I mean, your good defense is just ruined by the rest of the team outside of Gobert. So if you go to an environment where they value it and the team gets fired up and gets energized on those things, maybe because he is capable athletically and, just body type it's it's in there and we've seen it so i think it wouldn't be a stretch to say he could it would they could bring it out of him in miami and offensively exactly what they need i mean he's better hero by a lot of I mean, he's just 
an awesome scorer. And we saw in that series with the Celtics that they just went dry in scoring stretches for eight minutes at a time. They just had no one to go to. So I think it's a great fit if they can get it done. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the pieces aren't really – I mean, they give picks, but I don't think they have good picks to give, really. Uh, I guess you can I guess you can bank on the, the Knicks screwing up later and those picks being good, but, like, what do the Knicks have to offer? Uh, like, I, don't, I don't want Julius Randle pass. I don't want – I mean, no. Obi Toppin. Tyler Hero's better than all their assets, aren't they? Because they're not getting R.J. Barrett. There's not. Yeah, that no would chance. be the thing. If they get Barrett, that would be the no move. Um, like, no quickly – is worse their picks will in theory be better unless donovan mitchell makes them really good yeah, i don't know i don't know uh toronto i was another team i've seen floated out but i don't really love the fit there like him and fred van fleet is similar to the brunson thing you can't play those two as your guards you just will not win they have a bunch of like young guys on their bench they could trade it's, it's shocking that a player that we think this highly of and is standing in the league is this hard to find a team that it makes sense for him to get put on. Are there any other options that you've heard floated out there? I've heard Brooklyn, the Nets, if they don't trade either of those guys, you know, that's if they keep Simmons and those two and they patch that up, that's a pretty scary team, you know, assuming How would they Kyrie work that out? plays. How would that work? Uh, there's no money for that in in my head. I don't know. I, they'd have those maybe three. Maybe they trade Kyrie. Kyrie goes to Utah. I don't know. <laughs> Kyrie Ooh. in Utah would be funny. That would, would be, be very really funny. funny. He would not yeah. play a single game. He would never play for the Jazz. No, no shot. Probably not. Probably Retire not. Retire on the spot. Uh, Pelicans is another one. Pelicans have assets to <laughs> he give. Would. He would Gronkowski him. He'd be like... Because yeah, Gronkowski. going to the Lions. <laughs> no, I'm not. I quit. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. I'm not playing football anymore. That's oh, that's so funny. awesome. Uh, yeah. Pelicans, your cans would probably oh. involve. Oh, speaking of my cans, EJ Liddell torn ACL in summer league. I was watching yeah, the game. Sad. Had a really, I was had too. a really ugly. Uh, kind of got was this, did their feet get tangled up? It they said he got on contact, rolled up but like thought, on himself. Yeah, yeah, he rolled back on his own knee. Yeah, I knew it was Sucks. bad right when it was. It was yeah, ugly. Really, yeah, shitty. Pelicans, bring him in, get him in. Uh, yeah, that would be really poor defense probably, but I don't. I don't think yeah, that's you a got great other fit. guys that should help with the defense. I don't know who they. Yeah, McCollum and like, Mitchell. It doesn't really vibe. You know, you got your Portland situation all over again there, kind of. Yeah. Um. Hmm, yeah. I also saw Trailblazers, which absolutely not. Why did we trade CJ McCollum then? If we're gonna do that, hey Portland, let's let's stop being something we're not. Can we stop that? What are we doing? Let's get one guy that can play defense. You're just not one guy in the building that can play defense. You're just nowhere close to as good as you think you are, and you're not you're not close to that level, honestly. Dude, they got Dame, dude. Yeah, he's on the wrong side of 30, and he's a small guard. Dude, Dame Dalla. It's Dame Dalla? time. Yeah, it is Dame time. I did forget that. It's What would Dame we think time. of Dame if he had not hit either of those playoff buzzer beaters? Would we just relentlessly clown him at all times for the shit he says? Um, he was, yeah, he's really good, but... I, 
Yeah. How much does really he good. skate a, on? How much does he skate on that? He's an excellent scorer. Used to be, anyways. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I haven't watched him play in a year. Hopefully he's yeah, back. I mean, he's, just, he's fucking when he gets hot. Fuck, it's it's Curry esque when he gets hot. He's just doesn't play a game that's like gonna win playoff series for the most part. He did make a West Finals, didn't he? Mm, uh, yeah, got swept West, handily. Yeah, yeah. He just, I mean, he's just a small guard that doesn't play defense and just fills it. Yeah, I mean, those were sick shots. That was a terrible shot he took and just drained it from like 40 feet. That was cool. Uh, yeah. I, I don't hold him in the same regard as as a lot of the top players. He's just, I don't know, awesome off, offensive talent. Yeah, I don't know that he gets you, gets you deep in the playoffs as your number one guy. He doesn't. We've seen it. No, it's just a fact, yeah. Made Especially when you have West another guard finals. that can't, can't defend next to him. All right. Donovan Mitchell probably going to end up on the Knicks. They're probably going to suck. Uh, the NBA is going to going to keep chugging along probably. If they trade Barrett for him, I think that's a huge mistake. Yeah, personally. if they get all three, if they get Brunson, him, and Barrett, that's you know some talented players. I assume they would dump Randall's contract probably in Utah. I would imagine uh, that would not be why Utah would do the trade, but just to make the money work, they would almost have to. I think. Yeah, they probably would. Uh, and then. Is he? Oh, he just signed. How many? How many years he has does like he have left? Three more years left on his contract after this. I think. Uh, yikes! I'm sure that's what he was thinking when he was asking out that he would end up in Salt Lake. Yeah, not Very a big cool. market for you, Jules. Yeah, what? What's that guy's problem? What's his deal? He's in. He plays for the Knicks, and he yeah. They the loved market. him. He was the most loved Knicks since fucking Mello. Since Mello and fucking and he just Patrick gave Ewing. up. He quit. People just he started went, fucking making fun of him because he wasn't playing hard. And he's like, oh, oh, the fuck? Did you guys know that I used to work out with Kobe? They <laughs> say that every broadcast of the year he was all NBA. He only worked out with Kobe. So that's people you know, do forget that. He, he, learned, the work. he learned he learned his workout. Too. And then this year he just forgot all of it. Yeah, he forgot it. Yeah, I don't know. Kids, if you can learn a lesson from this, it's have a career year and a contract year. That's the lesson that we're going to take away from today. And then you can chill. Yeah. Get the bag. <laughs> hang the fuck out. That money's guaranteed. You yeah, can go we're fuck good. yourself, team. James Dolan yeah, can suck my nuts. <laughs> yeah, do one. Fuck you, Dolan. pay me, bitch. Yeah. yeah, that's all the sports shit I got. All right. We talked a bit. Do you want to, want to talk Stranger Things? How long have we been we've been going here? I don't even know. Yeah, fifty minutes. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, it was. This is okay. I thought it was, was kind of mid. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it's good. It's just that's all. It is mid. It just as an entity, it's mid. The first season I was thought, really good, and since then it's been mid. I thought the first part of this fourth season was good. It was better than mid. Yeah, two I season mean, two I, and three was pretty bad. It's better than most shit. Like, I was emotionally invested at the end, which most stuff, it takes a lot with as much garbage television as there is out there. Like, these characters are good. They're well-written. They're all yeah. well-developed. The shit is too long, but maybe that gets you the character development by the end. But fuck, this shit is too long. Everything that everyone makes in every medium of art at all is too fucking long. This podcast is too long. Albums are too long. Movies are too long. 
fucking shows are too long. It's crazy that in this like era, we're making they're making everything longer. Other than like you know social media, like movies, music, it's all getting longer. Why? Why? Why are we doing that? I think didn't who did Marvel do that? Who like Endgame and did, was that what did this? I'm trying to think when this happened because there was a point where someone no, made I mean like maybe, a three hour like a three hour movie and I think it was maybe Endgame or so. How long is that movie? Just three hours. Both of them are. Where we're like, War. oh, this they're both three this, hours long. This rocked. Now everyone, I feel like that was the breaking point of like, oh, longer is better. The more, but only if it's really good. Like you don't need to be you just have to be longer. No. It's three hours because it has to be three hours. Most of the shit is we're wasting time. Like, yeah. is there, I assume, like, obviously I'm not in fucking Netflix. Like, is there some sort of algorithm that's like, if people watch longer, that gets us more of something? Like, what are they gaining from people watching longer? I guess they're not getting rid of it. But my thing would be like, if they're watching Stranger Things, they're not going to, it's a subscription. So, they're going to pay the subscription to watch Stranger Things. Why does it matter how long it is? It's so long. I, I, I cannot watch a full... I mean, every episode is a movie. Every episode yeah, the last is an hour two, and a half long. The last one was the last two, two and were and like hours. two hours. <laughs> so much wasted time. So much shit that does not matter. <clears throat> it could have been so much tighter, so much more condensed. All of the stuff in Russia could have happened off screen and never seen it. They could have made a, yeah. made a spinoff show that was just that. They fucked up. Yeah. I wouldn't have yeah. watched it, but. No, I wouldn't have watched it either. Um, yeah, I thought that was the worst part too. Um, I told, I texted you this. I don't, I don't love when the answer at the end to like overcome is just to like try harder. Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh, you got to fight. Just like, uh, but I damn. love you. Oh, damn! Now, I'm damn! Really I wasn't. Strong. Damn! I wasn't even doing that before. I, damn. I think I should just maybe fight. We'll just do this. We'll just do the damn thing then. I just gotta so, care. Yeah, I, I thought that. I always think that's lame, but you know, it's good. I don't want to shit on it. Stranger Things is fine. Just in the in the grand scheme of things, pretty okay. Pretty solid good yeah. waste of my time not a show that i'm gonna write home about yeah i think pretty okay and solid is special is effects fair. i really like the special effects i always have every season I a think lot of them, i watched some the character designs all that guy i mean it was obviously a lot of cgi but vecna was mostly all practical makeup which is very impressive yeah i've watched some videos on some stuff like that but a lot of the yeah the set and his stuff was all practical which is cool um, the guy that plays him does an awesome job. Mm-hmm. He's a creepy. He's a creepy fuck. Whether it's as Vecna or as the Henry the one. Grown One, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's. They said it took like seven to eight hours to put on the makeup and prosthetics and shit, just alone, just sitting in the chair and getting it. So that's fucking psychotic shit. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Looks good though. Worth it. Looks really good. He was scary. He was scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really was. I don't really have much to say about it, which is a, maybe a, a critique in and of itself. It's just like spoiler. I, I just want to make it clear. Things. Spoiler alert for the second part. If you haven't seen it, 
don't listen to this. Having Eddie die, and then you said that you didn't think that was necessary? It wasn't necessary, but it was also the most predictable thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, as, like, as soon as that character got introduced, it's like, oh, so this is just the hot guy from the last season that died. Like, this guy's in this show to be a bad guy that we realize is a good guy and then die. But yeah, be the reason guy, he died, then... man, like, what's his face? Hot milfuck fucking lifeguard Billy. guy. Sure. Billy. Uh, he, like, sacrificed himself in a way that, like, made sense. Whereas, well, he did too. That that was it was the exact really. same arc. But I'm saying he's the reason, the logical reason of him sacrificing himself. He's like, I'm going to buy him some more time. I didn't buy him any time. He didn't need any time bought. He just went out there and killed himself. Basically, it was not like a logical. It would yeah, actually help. He, he like they were a million miles goes, away, and he's like, if I go out here, I'll save him some time. Why well, you know why? He don't need any more time. Yeah, he goes back. I, I forgot about that. He, they're like escaping and climbing up that, and he goes back. He literally just kills himself. Like it's suicide. Yeah. It's literally it, just killing himself. It's not noble. I mean, it is noble, but it's like stupid. It would have made more sense if he did it in the initial like guitar solo and like draw him away, and it, if he would have died then, it probably makes more sense. But yeah, he just like they made it out. He did what he the plan, and they were escaping. And he provides like, no tactical advantage him doing no that. provide no tactic he's like I, i'm his whole thing was i'm not not gonna run this time i, I was like should. i was like the first time when he ran i think that was warranted i, I don't yeah. know i think that was a, running a, away from people trying to kill you is you should always run away from those people i'm talking like when he was suspected of killing that girl and like, yeah the they were trying beginning. to kill him Fucking... yeah i was like run yeah that I, seemed I, like it's <laughs> logical I was not expecting them to just uh, kill the jock guy like so unceremoniously, like damn near off screen. Did he, he die? Yeah, he got ripped in half when the fucking when the earth split. He was laying there. He just got ripped in half. It was no, like a I second. didn't see that. It was like a second. They ripped him in half. I didn't, didn't even, even see that because because I just I just thought he like got knocked out. And he did. And he fight. was laying there and like I didn't see when that. the things cracking literally at his waist just rips into damn i didn't even know that because i i was like what happened to him are we gonna because i he was i figured yeah. he would die i didn't even know that that's crazy i <laughs> didn't even show it basically it's that's wild no wild wonder I choice missed it. yeah so you missed it. question for you because so the the clock banged four times and like the earthquake happened whatever it split so we're to assume that Max was dead for a period of time, like he accomplished it, and then mm -hmm. like she was brought... And then Eleven brought her back. Basically. Brought her back when she was like in the... Okay. All this yeah. shit jumps the shark when the main character with superpowers is just like, I have the ability to bring people back from the dead. It's like... Yeah, I don't... I, this is all kind of pointless now. Why don't you just do that all the time? Seems like if you have the power to do that, you could just like snap your fingers and kill And how did she guy. do that? What what she was like... What did we think about doing the... Because it was the episode, it's called Piggyback, the Piggyback. What did we think of her going, doing like the mind through her mind? I thought that was a little... <laughs> but whatever, I don't know. Yeah, all the mechanics of it are just kind of stupid in general. Yeah, I'm trying to like make it make sense. It's like you just don't have to. Just don't. 
Yeah. Just don't think about it too hard. Who? Yeah, who fucking cares? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Is, is there anyone that uh, didn't die that you thought... A lot of people thought Steve might die, but there's, I don't know. There's just no, no shot. To he's too, he's like the biggest draw of the show. Other yeah. than the four main kids, it's him or the whatever five main kids. I thought maybe Will Byers would die. Maybe he'll die next season. Seemed like he was I don't ripe, ripe for a death. I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to kill any of these people. Maybe Hopper, he's probably not going to die either, though. Like, no way. They would have, they did. And there's like, psych. They pretty much said this next season will be the last one. So if anyone's yeah. going to die, season they'll five. do it now. But they should open season five with a crushing death. That would be fun. Yeah. But they, the Duffer brothers, I watched a video on with them, and they said they wanted they wanted this season to be like their Empire Strikes Back, to where he the town is in disarray, it's rocked by an earthquake, and Vecna's kind of one, I guess, but half one and they're left to pick up the pieces. So that's what he had in mind that those two had in mind when they did this, their, their empire strikes back. Sure. Well, if this was empire strikes back, it was certainly not the best of the series. So no, didn't have that going for it. It's better than the no. last one though. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that, man. I, I almost forget the second one even happened. That was I don't know what happened to the second one. She like ran away from home and lived with like some criminals that also had the same oh, yeah. powers as her. What the I fuck she, like, was went, that? She like went to Chicago and joined like a vigilante yeah. group. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really kind of stunk, didn't it? Yeah. What was even the arc of that episode? I don't even remember. I don't know. She comes back in her like emo outfit. Yeah. And, like, like what barrels, did they even barrels fight? through the door and like saves the day? I don't remember. The mind flare thing. I thought that was the first know. one though. But then there's the no. big like spider in the that's, that's made of the clouds. Mind flare. Yeah. I thought the mind flare was what they called the like no, that's just a the monsters. From the... Yeah, you're right. Get it get it straight. Speaking of uh emo outfits, we're going to an emo night this weekend uh to listen to songs emo of yesteryear. Music. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna really rock. I got your picture. I'm coming with you, dear Maria. Count yeah. me in. Yeah, all the Pretty Hawthorne good. Heights your junior high heart can handle. Yeah, Fallout Boy to my fucking ears so, bleed, brother. We're gonna do an in-person podcast next weekend because we'll be together for this. We're gonna record it on Saturday, and we're going to draft our dream music festival lineup using. Emo night esque bands, so pop, punk, punk, whatever you want to call it. Fallout Boy adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Anything we're gonna that be ilk. So we'll have a draft. I don't know what else we'll talk about on Saturday. We have any topics for Saturday yet, other than that? Nah, nah. It hasn't happened yet, folks, because we're just a real topical pod. Anything yeah, we're topical. We get out of here. Start watching Mad Men. Really good. I tried to watch that one time. I uh, watched like an episode or two. I just it just didn't get me. Um, really good, loving probably, it. Probably probably was a me thing, but I don't know. Yeah, classic show that makes me want to get into cigarettes. God, yeah, oh yeah, big good. sig show, big sig. Show. It was that John Hamm and who else? Uh, oh, the secretary is Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Um, 
everyone else's actors who I couldn't tell you their names, but are in a lot of like bit roles on TV shows. Okay. What is Mad Men on? HBO? Uh, it's on, if you have like IMDb TV, it's like free on like, if you have a Fire Stick, I think, or any type of Prime account, it's free. It's like technically, it's got commercials, which is kind of annoying. I'll say this. I think I've gotten to a point I kind of like a few commercials. I like a little break. Not too many. I like commercials because otherwise I just get on my fucking phone. I like a little break. I'll say it. I like commercials. Not too many. You like a break to check your phone? Just to take a break. I like to just take a break. To look away from the screen for a second. Hour long episode. Two ad breaks. I'm in. All right. Anything more than that's a little much. I like a little break. I like to look away. Your big attention span runs out of room. Just saying. Fair enough. Um, Anything else? You want a movie rack? I'll Uh, give people a movie rack. Let's hear it. Uh, It's on HBO Max, or I assume you could rent it or something. Jackie Chan, Police Story, 1985. Oh, I thought it was like a Fuck new movie. Right? No, 1985. Fuck, dude. Such a good movie. Jackie Chan Funny. Ass. Action, action, <laughs> action. It's uh, from his days back in Hong Kong. I assume you can get an English dub or you can listen to the whatever language they speak in Hong Kong. Cantonese. Fucking sure. subtitles. The dialogue doesn't matter. The stunts in this fucking movie are insane how old is he at that time and what was it 85 he's like 20 mid 20s late 20s probably hell it's yeah prime so stunt fucking good Jackie Chan. and you can tell Fun. that it's like slightly independent it's in hong kong because there's there's no way that they're like legally clearing to do yeah. all the shit like there's so much shit it's like someone should have died making this movie what the fuck were they doing they at one point i don't really want to spoil it but at one point they are in this like shanty town on the side of a like a cliff this village they just drive like five cars all the way down the hill through a million buildings and there's guys like standing on top of the houses while they're driving through like jumping off at the last second it's fucking wild flips the car at the end gets out takes off runs after a bus runs behind the bus runs up a ledge, gets beside it, gets an umbrella and jumps and latches on with the handle of the umbrella and is swinging around a corner while he's holding on to an umbrella. It's crazy. Jackie Chan is one of the kings of action. He's oh such a God, great stuff, watch, man. Even if you and, don't watch the movie, just watch, just Google police story, Jackie Chan, uh, car chase or opening scene. Okay. And then I actually, police, I'm story, police story, Jackie Chan, mall scene. Or final scene, like okay, I will the do two that. best action set pieces maybe I've ever seen, both in the same movie. In the middle of it's pretty good. It's all pretty funny and fun and not too serious, which is good. It's there's oh, something about sick. I, in my head, I haven't watched a lot of Jackie Chan in like I don't know forever. It seems like, but it's in my head he has like a kind of like a captain jack sparrow-esque like he has a unique run like his movement is unique he's very good stuntman action it's yeah no it's very watchable Uh, yeah i don't know what it is like his his run i don't know he's really good at martial arts but like the way he 
choreographs that he doesn't seem like overpowered like Bruce Lee or somebody would. Mm, okay. He's like fighting defensively the whole time. He's kicking, he's whooping ass, but it's like he's always getting kicked. He's always getting knocked down. He's always kind of getting fucked up, but he's always gets back up, baby. The agility of these people, the fucking agility, the shit, they're like, they're like fucking cats jumping up on high wires and fucking running on walls and Man, the amount right, of I'll check it out. Last these fuckers get thrown through. And police story two, which I watched last night, the NC and these guys get thrown to like forty foot fucking falls, and they hit like six things on the way down. It's wild. That's my spiel. Police story tough, one and two. They're on HBO. Tough career. Watch. Tough career to be a stuntman. Yeah, Jack Chan did all his own stunts. Still does, I think. Yeah, real sick. Sick fuck. Sick yeah. fuck. Okay, make sure to like the episode. Go over to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. A lot of a lot of video content dropping with every podcast. Five-star rating on Apple, on Spotify, whatever, whatever else you listen to. Uh, if you're into The Bachelorette, perchance, or know someone that is, we recorded a Bachelorette premiere on Monday. We recapped that. It was a lot of fun. Check that out. If you're into it, uh, we'll be back this weekend for our Emo Night draft and other sporting tidbits that happen throughout this week and more Bachelorette on Tuesday. So all of that coming down the pipe. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this one. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Some tea.